Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Today I'm talking about fear of abandonment and anxious attachment pattern and how they connect. And I'm asking the question, if you, have, if you fear abandonment, could you also have an anxious attachment style? If you, in an anxious attachment pattern, you want availability and responsiveness. You want someone who is emotionally available and is able to respond to closeness. You, you crave closeness and intimacy. But sometimes the people that are around are not able to give that. So you want emotional availability as well as physical availability. However, the anxious person knows that someone can be physically present but, but emotionally absent. If you find yourself in relationships with people who can't respond, you might blame yourself or indeed you might be blaming you. They might blame you for their lack of responsiveness. They might call you needy or complain to family and friends about you wanting too much. And this can be a real challenge for people to deal with when people say you're needy. And sometimes when people say, I am so needy and I'm saying, what's wrong with that? We all have needs. We all have emotional needs. And it's okay to be able to to want to express those needs and require for them to be met by the people that we're in relationship with. Because otherwise, why are we in relationship with them? if they're not able to meet our emotional needs at all. And although no one person can meet all of your emotional needs, there are a certain amount of our needs that we expect to be met in relationships with others. For example, if you like flowers and chocolate and candlelight dinners, but the person that you're in relationship would refuse to, to respond to that, then that there's going to be an issue. If you like hugs and closeness and physical touch, and the people that you're in relationship with aren't able to do that, then that's going to be an issue. So if you find yourself in relationship with people who can't respond and you're blaming yourself and calling yourself names or you're challenged by the things that they say, then that might be an issue. They might call you needy or complain, as I say, to family and friends. If you're in a relationship and it's it's too much or the, the things that you require emotionally is not the, the closeness that you desire is not being responded to someone if you're with someone who cannot offer you that or isn't willing to learn how then they shouldn't be in relationships because that's what we that's what we do when we're in relationship we respond to people's needs whether this is a a romantic relationship or just a friendship now i, I think this is where perhaps boundaries might need to put come in when you require something, you've asked for it, you've stated your request, and those needs are not met, then the boundaries might need to be reviewed. Your boundaries might need to be reviewed. The things you tell yourself might need to be reviewed. Because this is the gaps where stories come in, where the stories are of not enough, the stories of, of perhaps wanting too much, or other stories might come in in this and why it might feel like abandonment, because in your life, you may have had people who have left, people who have abandoned you emotionally, people who have not stood up for you, people who have not advocated for you or defended you. And because those things happen, this is where the, the pattern may have continued in this romantic relationship or in these friendships. And you might carry on a narrative that you're familiar with about being too much, being too needy, being too demanding and too dependent. And you might desperately want to not be that, but because that's who you are and it's not needy, it's not dependent and it's not demanding. It's just that you require your needs to be met. 
And the ideal for you is to be in relationship with people who can understand that, who you can talk to, who you can express, they can express, and you can both work together to make your relationship or friendship a safe place. So when you, when, 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 when you require it and it's not there, then you might need to review the boundaries, as I said. Some, so here are some truths that you need to tell yourself. You either want your needs to be met and is able to express it, or you're going to have to be honest with yourself and honestly understand that these people are not willing or can't meet your needs. But fear of abandonment might make you stay in a situation with people who are emotionally unresponsive. And this fear could lead you to this fear could lead you to you abandoning yourself because you're either you either you're either going to be honest with who they are and what's happening or you're going to find a way to stay in a space where you're not being catered to and your needs are not being met. So you might suffer through their lack of responsiveness to your needs. But I always say to people, you know, this is not sustainable. So in your mind, you might tell yourself that you're okay and you can do it, but it's not sustainable. So it's going to, it, the, the bottom is going to fall out one day when you're becoming, when you're becoming challenged by the situation, becoming too much. And sometimes these situations can become a toxic type of trauma bond where you long for love, but you've settled into a pattern of chase of or almost cat and mouse where you chase, they pull back, you chase, they pull back. And sometimes it's in the space that conflict will arise because of the unsaid things. There might be conflicts. You might, uh, there might be arguments that develop over things that don't need to be an argument. This is a space where communication will be lacking, where communication is is not uh, f- smooth because there are lots of filters that are happening because everybody's using their filters. So some things you might want to do if you notice that this is happening and you're fearing that I'm going to lose this relationship and I don't want to because I feel like if I lose res- this relationship, nobody will want me because this person might be repeating things that other people have said to you that you've maybe have thought about yourself about being needy. So you might want to check your own attachment pattern. What is your attachment pattern? Is it, are you an avoidant person? Are you secure and you're really wanting this to be secure? Are you also anxious? What is your pattern? You might want to look at your self-esteem because if this is a pattern that has repeated before, that has happened before, or if this relationship has been long-term and you really want responsiveness and it's not happening, this can really have an impact on your self-esteem. You, you might want to ask yourself, why are you there? Why are you happy to receive lack of love? Why are you happy to, and you may not be happy, but why are you still in a space where your needs are not being met and you're there and you're there still working and trying? Why be with someone who can't or won't satisfy your need for intimacy or emotional closeness where they can't see that and can't see you and respond to that? So your fear of abandonment and their fear of intimacy and closeness plays into each other. And there's no, there's no winners in a scenario like this. Nobody's going, to be, nobody's going to be winning because the relationship really needs help. You need help. They need help. The relationship needs help. Now, for the, the thing that you need to work out is, is this relationship worth the work and the fight? If, it's, if it is, definitely put the work in. 
if it's not, it's really important for you to, to, to know that is this time for me to cut my losses? Maybe because of the conflict that are happening, maybe because of sometimes the way the lack of responsiveness is carried out, how damaging it is. And you need to take stock of the harm that it's causing you and the harm that the relationship is causing both of you now and make a decision based on that around how you, what you do next. Because your fear of abandonment might tell you lies that everybody will leave, that nobody wants you, that you're not good enough, that you're too needy, that you're too emotional. And none of those things are true. None of those, th- none of those things might be true. But because you're afraid people leave, because maybe people have left in, different, in varying degrees in different ways, it's important for you to know that abandonment wounds can heal, that you, you can heal this wound of rejection that makes you stay in a pattern and a cycle that is causing more wounds of rejection for you. And that is re, 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 <laughs> I'm lost for words. That is put it in your, in your mind that is just solidifying for you the, the story that you are not worthy, that people won't stay. And none of that might not be true. So it's really important for you to check your own attachment pattern, check on your self-esteem and do healing where that's needed. And just know that you are worthy of your needs being met. And if there are people who can't meet your needs, they're not necessarily any problems with you. It might just be that they're anxiously attached or you're anxiously attached. And if those, if you can both understand your attachment pattern, then the space can with work, the space can become a safe place for both of you to be in. Thank you for joining me in Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.